Andrew Pitkin here on your KNEM KNMO update program. I'm now with Will Tollerton. He's the museum coordinator over at the Bushwhacker Museum. Will, it's been a while, but always great to have you back. It has, Andrew, but I'm glad to be back. Absolutely. And uh, unfortunately, we're going to start off on a somber note. We'll get on to the, the good stuff that's coming up. But the Deepwood Cemetery tour that some folks were looking forward to is not able to continue due to a rise of COVID-19 positives. What was the decision making process for you all? like at the museum yes it was challenging uh i really really hated to cancel the tour uh, we of course took a break last year after the last tour that we did in 2018 that was so popular just to have a year off and it was fully my intention to do one in 2020 and we started practicing i had partnered with the ccpa uh actors again this year and and most of them were on board with it but uh we had enough who uh, were not comfortable as well as our volunteers many of whom are senior citizens that just weren't comfortable with uh doing the tour this year as volunteers so uh given that uh, a number of people told me they weren't going to attend i thought well rather than try to do it with a small crowd this year we should wait put it off till next year and hopefully do it right uh, we'll be able to have the shuttle bus like we did in past years and our full slate of actors and programs so i'm sorry to the public anyone who's disappointed they won't be able to see it this year but we will do it bigger and better next year well, yeah, and like you say, I mean, what what would it have been like this year, and what will it be like next year for this Deepwood Cemetery tour? I mean, it really sounds like a lot of fun. I told my girlfriend about it that that we were going to check it out for sure. So, mm -hmm. well, it has been a lot of fun. Uh, the first year we did in 2017 had a great turnout. 2018 also a great turnout. Uh, several hundred visitors. We, those years we had about 10 or 11. Uh, actors portray you know, former uh, real-life residents of Nevada and Vernon County, historic figures who are buried there at Deepwood Cemetery, and it's a first-person reenactment, so these actors will give a three- to five-minute monologue in person, in character, as uh, whoever the uh, the original historic figure was. But this year, we were whittled it down. We only had about eight that we were able to get on board for one reason or another, so it would have been more circumscribed than in past years had we gone forward with it. Another big problem was uh, we, in the past years, were able to borrow a shuttle bus from Cotty College to uh, shuttle people from the First Christian Church parking lot down the cemetery because parking around the old Deepwood Cemetery is very, very limited. And uh, due to the virus this year, we wouldn't have been able to borrow that, and people would have had to park all down the streets, and it would have been a traffic snarl. So I, I think it's just going to be much better to uh, do it in 2021. Absolutely. And a, a couple of upcoming 150-year anniversaries as well. So uh, first, we want to talk about the, the railroads coming to Nevada. And uh, I guess just if you could, an in, in overview of, of what that meant to the community here 150 years ago when that was established. Yeah, certainly. Well, the railroads in the mid-19th century were you know, a huge economic boom to any community that they came through. Uh, towns would often compete <laughs> you know, fiercely in order to get a railroad to come through. And they only had a certain amount of power over that because the railroads had their routes that they were creating. And, you know, after the course, during the Civil War, uh, Nevada, like so many towns in southwest Missouri, was burned and utterly devastated. And the rebuilding took place in the late 1860s, but it, the town grew very slowly. So when the Missouri, Kansas, and Texas Railroad came through in October of 1870, it was a big deal. Uh, the town fathers at that time planned a big party and ceremony, and people went down to the depot, the old depot on East Cherry Street, to uh, welcome the train. And actually, as as the story goes, the train came through and did not stop. <laughs> it just kept on going. And uh, the story that's come down to us is that the uh, 
uh, company directors of the Missouri, Kansas, and Texas were mad at the city of Nevada for not putting up enough money to build a, a grand enough depot. Uh, apparently, the railroads, they expected the local community to build the depot for them as a thank you for their graciousness in coming to our town. And apparently, there was a dispute there. So the, the actual party didn't take place in, on, on October 26, 1870. But nevertheless, uh, the coming of the MKT was a big deal. The town did grow uh, significantly after that in the 1870s. And then really in 1881, when the Missouri Pacific Railroad came to Nevada, that's when the town really exploded and went from, say, 2,000 residents to 8,000 just in a matter of a few years. So a railroad building uh, was a big, big boom (laughs) uh, in the 19th century. Absolutely. And just looking at going forward with uh, another 150-year anniversary, as we talked about, the All Saints Episcopal uh, Church has has been here for about that time. And so you said that you would have something over at the Bushwhacker Museum as well, just a little bit of a display that uh, for that. So what will that look like? Yes, we're going to have a small exhibit in our temporary case in the meeting room. Uh, it actually has been devoted to some of the local churches uh, the last couple of years in history, but we're going to, uh, for a couple of weeks, just focus on All Saints Episcopal Church, their 150th anniversary of the founding of their congregation takes place this year, uh, November in November. Uh, since November 1st is All Saints Day, that's apparently why they chose the, the name back then of All Saints. And the uh, I've been working with Pastor Jim Lyle, who uh, he actually wrote a nice little article about the 150th anniversary of the church and its history for our Bushwhacker Musings magazine, which is coming out this week. It'll be mailed out to all our uh, members. And they actually, I think they've been in their current church building since about 1880. Uh, when they were founded in 1870, they were at a small wooden church uh, somewhere else in town. And then 1880, they purchased the Sandstone Church on Cherry Street. And they've been there ever since, <laughs> since uh, 1880, uh, worshiping there. And it's been expanded and modified over the years, but uh, they've had a lot of continuity. It's a very nice, uh, beautiful little old church. And I'm very happy to be working with uh, Pastor uh, Lyle and uh, his congregation to do this little exhibit for them. Well, sounds very interesting. And then uh, also it's 200 years of the state of Missouri as a whole. And so um, obviously that's a little bit more of a, uh, I guess, a grander celebration than just here in, in the Nevada community. But uh, what will the museum be doing to promote that a little bit? Yes, we don't have any specific plans right now. Uh, there has been some talk the county. We might partner with the county to do some commemoration next summer. Uh, Bushwhacker Days would probably be the biggest time when that would take place. And hopefully we'll be able to have Bushwhacker Days next next June. Uh, but I did put in to try to get, there's a traveling exhibit that the Missouri Humanities Council has put together about, uh, it's called Missouri 200, and it's a panel exhibit with kind of a brief history about the formation of the state in the early years. So uh, I haven't gotten word yet if that's <laughs> going to be coming here next summer, but I've got my fingers crossed that we can uh, get that exhibit in, uh, hopefully during Bushwhacker days. So, and we'll be writing some articles for uh, the local uh, our publication, the musings, and maybe some newspaper articles to uh, talk about. About it so uh, it's an uh, interesting history you know Missouri the because of the Missouri compromise and kind of the beginning of the rift over slavery uh, it's well it's not always a flattering history it is a big part of our national uh, early American history 
I'm really interested for your opinion on something, Will. We didn't talk about talking about this before, but uh, as, as I walk through museums like the Bushwhacker Museum or, or others, a lot of times you see, you know, a, a World War One portion, a World War Two portion and and these certain parts of history. And everyone says right now we're living through history with this coronavirus thing. Do you foresee a lot of these museums featuring uh, however long this lasts for us, uh, uh, a time period where we were living in this pandemic and it affected the world. Yes, definitely. In fact, there are museums uh, and historical societies that are actively collecting uh, pictures, you know, photographs of like, you know, things, strange things with the quarantine, uh, schools being shut down, people wearing masks. I mean, that that is going to be a that is a historic event. There's no doubt about it. And uh, some places are actively seeking uh, on Facebook, you know, soliciting people to send them their pictures and memories of that. So this uh, unique time, I, I have not done that simply because I have been swamped with a lot of other things. But uh, I would certainly be happy if anyone shared uh, anything and I'm, I'm sure there'll be an exhibit in 50 years showing all the fancy little masks that we've been wearing. And uh, it would probably be uh, a whole whole genre in and of, its, uh, of itself. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else that you'd like to add about any of the anniversaries, Deepwood Cemetery tour, coronavirus, anything you'd like to add? Uh, not too much other than just to say, you know, uh, Thank you to the community for supporting the museum and uh, next year and as well the cemetery tour. And we will do it in 2021. Also, the museum, you know, we are open for our regular tour hours until the end of the month. So that's Wednesday through Friday from 10 to 4 and Saturday from 10 to 1. After November 1st, the museum will be closed for the winter as it normally is. Uh, but I will still be there. So if you have any family in town, you want to come by, just give me a call at the museum and I'll be happy to set up a tour time for you. And that phone number, if somebody would like to give you a call? Yeah, it's 417-667-9602. Perfect. Will, thank you so much. Okay, thank you, Andrew. That's Will Tollerton. He's the museum coordinator over at the Bushwhacker Museum here in Nevada, here on your KNEM KNMO update program.